those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be shaken but endures forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people, both now and forevermore. The scepter of the wicked will not remain over the land allotted to the righteous, for then the righteous might use their hands to do evil. Do good, O Lord, to those who are good, to those who are upright in heart. But those who turn to crooked ways, the Lord will banish with the evildoers. Peace be upon Israel. May God add his blessings to the reading and hearing of his word. This is Psalm 125. Over to Pastor Michael. Wish all of you a very blessed, happy new year. Dear church, dear family of STC, Grace and I join to bring greetings as pastor's family and extend our love and warmth of fellowship to all of you. And I was so glad that we could all meet the last couple of past weeks and I could all relate with all of you with the gladness, but though there is a short while of uh, lockdown or rather restriction upon the public gathering, and I hope and pray God will open the doors that soon we will step back into the open doors of the church. To God be the glory. Thank you, the team of singers who brought in a very meaningful song much closer to my heart as well as to the theme today. Also, Brother Sanjay, thank you for reading that psalm, reminding us of the dwelling place of God, which all falling in line with today's the promises we are going to look at from Psalm 125. I left the psalm open in the screen sharing for a while. Shall we look to God in prayer? Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, browsing the news, I my attention was taken to a particular uh, tragedy that took place yesterday that is nowhere other than the place in Jammu. Pilgrims went on a long tour on top of the mountain and there was a stampede. Number of them were killed. Uh, you know, they were overrun by the overwhelming crowd. Why I am referring that? Well, the psalm, this particular series of psalm, if you look at, they are all titled as Psalm 10, Song of Ascent. Pilgrimage song. Well, in a country like India, pilgrimage is the most popular thing. And uh, you have noticed on the main roads in the month of July, and people who hail from south of India have noticed in the month of January, they run to the mountains. They trot down to the high places of their pilgrimage. And they want to have a darshan or uh, their, uh, you know, uh, uh, God they want to worship 
But looking at the title of the Psalm, Psalm 125, it is titled as Psalm of Ascents. Yes, the Psalm of Ascents were the beautiful song or psalms sung by the people of Israel as they walked towards Mount Zion, the city of God as it is referred to Jerusalem. Yes, they stepping towards Jerusalem and to the Mount Zion is one of the eventful experience for them, the Jews, as they wanted to have the worship in the house of God, in the temple of the Lord. And all these Psalms are indicative of their affirmation of their faith upon the Lord and stepping closer to the heart of God and affirming the inner strength they received from the Almighty God in their spiritual life, in their living. And therefore, this psalm, again, is such a wonderful and beautiful psalm. Therefore, I titled as Unshakable People of God. I am titling it as Unshakable People of God because this particular psalm, as they sing and walk towards the Jerusalem, they are reaffirming their faith and uh, uh, they are reinforcing their faith upon the Almighty God and also to indicate how they are also so powerful and so strong. Well, looking at the city Zion, again, you would be so impressed. Bible uh, indicates of this word Zion nearly 150 times. And we all sing of the city of Zion, the yet coming, soon coming, the kingdom of God, which is compared to city of Zion. Also, this is a city captured by David the king, and he converted the surrounding of the entire Jerusalem as the uh, place of God, place of worship. So throughout Bible, there is such a strong uh, theme associated with this Zion. And uh, look at this first uh, uh, the point I like to keep before you. It is to say they trust in the unshakable God. As we sang a couple of songs, he is compared to, our God is compared to rock throughout the Bible. For because the imagery, the songwriters are the great servants of God, prophets, when they used addressing God as a rock, they realized how unshakable the Lord Almighty. Yes, we all know the mountains are such a big place. We have the privilege of Mount Everest shared with our borders of India. And there are such huge, huge mountains. And they are such immobile or immovable, indestructible place. So our Lord is compared to that mount and the rock throughout the Bible. And therefore, in the verse, if you look at Psalm 125 and verse 2, it says, 
as the mountain surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. Lord is like mountain surrounding his people. How wonderfully God is described. As we are moving into this new year, we have come to believe in the unshakable God. Eras have come and gone. Millenniums have come and gone. And there were pandemics and destruction, catastrophes have come and gone. But we all know from the Bible, the Lord is seated on the throne and he's reigning forever and he's immovable and unshakable. Now, if I ask you a question, do you trust in the Lord? You all will put up a hand and say, yes, I do. But look at this God whom we trust is such a Lord who wants to give us to the mankind and to all of us who believe on him the greatest gift of salvation as well. Throughout Bible, he is also referred, he is a source of salvation. And therefore, as we move to the point number two, when we trust in the Lord, the unshakable God, who is like a strong tower, who is like a rock and a mountain, we became also safe and secure. What a privilege we are enjoying in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, I want to also remind ourselves of the promises given in Bible for our safety and security. Throughout Bible, the Lord wanted to ensure my safety, my security as his child. Lord, even in the Garden of Eden, only warned about the prohibited fruit. And otherwise, he ensured we will live with him forever and ever. And the same Lord wants to reintroduce the gift of salvation in and through the life of Jesus Christ, that whomever believes in him shall not perish, but will have everlasting life. So, what a safety, security measure God is bringing. Here I want to remind ourselves of the promises. Look at all the promises. At times, we, our you know, attention will be very quickly drawn into all the promises. I was in one, uh, one of my good friend was visiting in my house. And there was a you know, promise which I displayed on my, you know, uh, in the frame. Through him, I can do all things. He took that verse. Oh, now with Jesus, I can do all things. Very true. Every promise is given as a check leaf or, uh, you know, the paper, the check that we use to withdraw our money. So Bible is full of check leaves. You can only take it and withdraw from the Lord, provided we obey his commands. We miss this part of the commandments of God, requirement of the Lord. This is where I like to again remind of the unshakability of Zion, the physical Zion, the city of Jerusalem. And if you notice in the book of Kings, there were so many rulers, the kings of uh, Judah, kings of Israel came. 
and the time they committed evil against the Lord and they failed to obey the commandments of God, God handed them over to the enemies. Do you remember a great king, Hezekiah? I want his uh, model or rather uh, his history as an illustration for us. His story is found in the book of 2 Kings chapter 18. This is found in book of Kings, 2 Kings chapter 18. There, Ezekiel, we see him trusting in the Lord. If you have Bible, I wish all of us open our Bible. If you have the, you know, 2 Kings chapter 18 open, 2 Kings chapter 18 verse 5 says, Ezekiel trusted in the Lord. And at the same time, the people of Israel committed sin. So he had God had handed them over to the enemies. But at a time like this, this is happening. Verse 11, King Azariah deported Israel to Assyria and settled them in Hala in Gauzon on the Harbor River and in the towns of Medes. This happened because they had not obeyed the Lord their God, but had violated his covenant. All that Moses, the servants of the Lord, commanded. They neither listened to the commands nor carried them out. And that followed with what was going to happen to Hezekiah, the, God, the godly king who trusted in the Lord. And he comes, the enemy comes and ridiculing the people of God. Just see how he was ridiculing. The ridicule went like this, chapter 18, verse 22. 1 Kings 18, 22. And if you say to me, we are depending on the Lord our God, isn't it he, the one whose high places and altars Ezekiah removed, saying to Judah and Jerusalem, you must not worship before this altar in Jerusalem? And then he goes on, verse 25. Furthermore, have I come to attack and destroy this place without the word from the Lord? The Lord himself told to, the, to march against the, this country and destroy it. Yes, it is the heathen king is abusing this city of God. City of God. And he is ridiculing Ezekiah who trusted in the Lord and who is affirming his people that God is going to save Zion. And verse Look at, again, another verse. This is a good illustration. How when people were ridiculed, but yet God will come to defense if we obey and follow his commandments. Verse uh, 31. Do not listen to Hezekiah. This is what the king of Assyria says. Make peace with me and come out to me. Then every one of you will eat from own wine, and fig tree and drink water from his own system until I come and take you to a land like your own and a land of grain and new wine, a land of bread and vineyards, a land of olive trees and honey. Choose life and not death. Look at the enemy is trying to lure or, you know, give all this, uh, you know, free uh, uh, freebies. As if he is going to act like God. And he is telling, do not listen to Ezekiah, for he is misleading you when he says, 
the Lord will deliver us. Has the God of any nation ever delivered his land from the hand of the king Assyria? Wow. People are ridiculing those who trust in the Lord. But Hezekiah humbled himself and he went and, and pleaded before the Lord. If you read that following passages in 19th chapter, Hezekiah prayed and he wept before the Lord. He humbled before the Lord. And there Isaiah prophesies like this, chapter 19, chapter 19, the illustration of Hezekiah the king is a perfect model. How in spite of even the fallenness, race and coming to the Lord to trust in him. Then Isaiah verse 20, 2 Kings 19.20. Then Isaiah, son of Amos, sent a messenger to Hezekiah. This is what the Lord God of Israel says. I have heard your prayer concerning Sennheli, king of Assyria. This is what the word that the Lord has spoken against him. The virgin daughter of Zion despises you and mocks you, the daughter of Jerusalem, tosses her head as you flee. Who is it you have insulted and blasphemed against whom have you raised your voice? Yes, the Lord will raise against the enemies who will despise the people of God. Therefore, the Writers of this psalm, as they ascended to the Mount of Jerusalem, a Mount of Zion in the city of Jerusalem, they say like this, chapter uh, Psalm 125, verse 1, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be shaken. Yes, true to the uh, hugeness of its mountain, you know, they cannot be easily shaken. There may be earthquakes. Volcanoes and uh, people, you know, scientists try to say, okay, Mount Everest also came because of certain earthquakes or earth terms. And also <clears throat> there are certain mountains crumble because of the landslide or natural catastrophes that strike in high places. But surely in our lifetime or in the last many uh, millenniums, I don't think any big mountains moved. For example, the very Mount Zion is still so strong and it is referred throughout Bible as a city of God and we are comparing the coming kingdom of Jesus also to the Zion. And that way, when we believe in the Lord, we will be secure, unassailable, unattackable. And therefore, here we need to remind ourselves of number of promises God has given. I'm sure we are claiming this promise time to time. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 10. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 10. will say like this to you and to us. Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. Yes, there could be events happening, catastrophes happening, earth may move, waters may move, and there may be even bigger damages that can happen because of atomic nuclear bombs. They can even break so many mountains, but the Lord has made such a strong covenant for his people. 
as uh, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be shaken. What a privilege of God's protection for us in this land of uncertainties. So you go through the whole of Bible, you would keep on realizing that how much God wanted to ensure our safety and security. I just want to display the promises given in uh, very uh, chapter of uh, sorry, very chapter of uh, Hebrews. How the Hebrew writer is explaining this particular passage. Just a minute, I will uh, show to you. Uh, that is found. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll share the screen with this verse, how the writer of Hebrews is uh, indicating this. Let us read. But you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly to the church of the firstborn whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of the righteous made perfect. Yes, we have come to Mount Zion. We have come to the strongest stone, as even Peter is sharing in 1 Peter chapter 2, and where he is saying how we are built upon this stone. The stone goddess laid in Zion that is found in 1 Peter chapter 2. I am reading from verse 4. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 4. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by men, but chosen by God and, and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into the uh, spiritual house to be holy, priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in the scripture it says, I say, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and a precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Yes, we have placed our faith on the living stone that is placed in Zion. And that is indicative of the church of God also, the body of Jesus Christ. So you and I are secured in the church. Do you know that? That is why the gathering of the people of God is important. And the third and the final point, yes, we are here to triumph. We are here to triumph. If you come to Psalm 125, there, the psalmist who writer says, well, they were ascending to the temple of God. They are also claiming the victory God is keeping for them. What a great victory God is going to give unto them. No evil force can defeat. We also know the gates of hell cannot prevail the church. Let us move further. Verse 3 following Psalm 125 verse 3. The scepter of the wicked will not remain over the land allotted to the righteous. 
for then the righteous might see their hands to do evil. O God, do good, O Lord, to those who are good, to those who are upright in heart. Yes, in the case of Hezekiah, when he prayed, God defeated that Assyrian king and his army. And he reclaimed his possession of Zion and the city Jerusalem. What do we see there? They humble and they triumph. And they could not be defeated. So we, the people of God, as he trusts, as he obeys God's commandments, the Lord is ready to remove the scepter of the unrighteous people. At that point of time, Assyrian king wanted to prove himself more than God. And this is happening even now in our country or across the globe. There is a lot of hostility and Christians are being humiliated or we are being let down. The believers are let down for displaying our faith and being definitely even humble and vulnerable. So to the extent we can preach the gospel in peace and with love and with prayer. But then the triumph is something the Lord wants to give to us. The triumph is something to overpower devil, Satan. You know, the Lord Jesus Christ, he has won the victory on the cross of Calvary. That is where our surety and our triumph. Jesus, who crushed the head of Satan on the cross of Calvary, he is calling us that I am the recent Lord. I am the coming king. Behold, I am coming with angels and with city of Zion coming to earth and to live with us and live in the midst of the people of God. He is calling us to see the victory that we have in Christ Jesus. Our biggest victory is to defeat Satan, overcome the evil, the sin. Yes, how much I have that triumph life in my life. If you only believe on this Lord Jesus and the wholesomeness of salvation, we will enjoy this triumph. And therefore, Psalmist is writing and concluding like this. But those who turn to crooked ways, the Lord will banish with evildoers. Peace be upon the people of Israel. Peace be with us. Peace will remain with us. We will live in the peace of God that gives in our, in our heart. Peace that passes all understanding. The Lord has promised in this world there is trouble. As we read from John chapter 14 verse 1 and 2. But he said, I have made mansions for you. And you don't need to be troubled and disturbed. Yes, the Lord is coming forth. We have come to the Zion. We have come to place our faith. We are going to triumph, provided if we have the gift of salvation. We have to triumph every day over sin and Satan. We have to be constantly defeating. We have to be walking this pilgrim uh, life, walking towards the heart of God with the strength that is flowing in us. By the trust we have. As I ask you, do you trust in the Lord? Yes, we say. But how much the trust? How do you quantify? Many times we are so weak or we get disturbed. And by the you know pandemic or by the sickness or by any small, small incident that would happen, happen to hamper our faith, we are you know kind of put into depression. Let us not be depressed. Let us not go into such kind of losing our faith. Our faith needs to be also strong as the rock. 
because Jesus has kept our feet under solid rock, the, sal the rock of salvation. We are in the cleft. We are on top of him. We cannot be defeated. Therefore, peace will be always with us. Even death cannot separate us from the love of Jesus Christ. So how do we claim these promises? So let my trust be genuine. Let it not be on my lips. I trust in the Lord. I believe in the Lord. It is shown in action. Do my action reflect my trust in the Lord? The unshakable people we are. Are we getting shaken? Are we getting disturbed each and every now and then by any sickness coming around us? Let us not be shaken. The mountains are the biggest indicator for us to inform us, to tell us we are unshakable. Look at the mountains and say, I am too strong. Yes, God has given us that strength. We can do good because it is Christ who does live in us and he is going to perform for us. He is the one who is increasing our faith. He is the one who is making us unshakable. So the turbulence in the world and uh, uh, even oppression, all kind of persecution or even opposition, animosity, hostility from anyone who is opposing Jesus or Lord may not affect us. We have only one surety that we will be in Zion, unshakable like Zion. Yes, even when you look at Israel, Jerusalem, Zion, maybe some other religious people are holding it, but the Lord's feet will come upon the Zion. What a promise. And this is how God has displayed his promises year after year. So let us once again reaffirm and reinforce our trust in the Lord so that we be the unshakable people as rock like mountain. Yes, peace be upon you. Shall we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, truly, O oh Lord, we are unshakable people. This world of turbulence, persecution, suffering, pain, sickness cannot distress us, disturb us. Lord, we are not that weak beings, but O oh Lord, we will be like solid rock, Mount Zion, immobile, immovable, unshakable. Yes, Master, Father, we will be firm because the one upon whom we stand is the rock of salvation, our Lord Savior Jesus. You have died on the cross, won the victory, defeated Satan, and you are giving the power to Lord, perform, O oh Lord, to have all the promises claimed in our life. Yes, Lord, you are surrounding Every one of us as a city being surrounded by the mountains. You have encamped around us with your angels. And Lord, though the mountains be shaken, your covenant will not be shaken with us, O Lord. You have proven your covenant, your promise for generations, for centuries, and for millenniums. Lord, today we will be once again your testimony as unshakable people, triumphing, O Master, feeling unassailable, secure and safe in the arms of God. Lord, our hope is built upon you. And Lord, it is not on a sand, not on the waters. We have built our faith on the word of God, a solid rock. So Lord, we thank you for this privilege of affirming our faith upon you. And Lord, we will once again, Lord, 
win this victory in this year also every day living as an unshakable people to this end i commit stc church and all of us in your hand in christ's name we pray amen amen